0: Friday,
1: everybody. Welcome back to the Snakes cast. I'm Jonathan. I'm Emily. And with us once again, John Lowndes. Hello. Thanks for coming back, John. Thank you. So, okay, uh, there were some tears last time, uh, because, oh my god, Pictomania. The fact is, though, that if you do want to make your friends cry and feel like they're terribly inadequate failures in a game that involves drawing, that's not your only option. Because there are other painfully difficult and soul-crushing and mean-spirited and just plain awesome games that do that.
0: It's nice to have choices when it comes to making your friends <laughs> cry, you know? <laughs> a game for every occasion.
1: Uh, the one that I think I've enjoyed the most so far is Captain Sonar. It's 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 not a game where you have to draw pictures per se. It's more like remember we talked. I was actually it was John talked about dots, uh, the game of dots way back uh, yeah. on Monday, and I was talking about the weird space you know pencil shooting stuff game. Captain Sonar kind of harkens back to those. Well, it's more like Battleship really than any of those things. Competitive team based Battleship, pretty much. Yeah, it's just like the Hunt for Red October, but with two teams of four. You, have, you, have you seen how this one looks at?
0: No, no, yeah. You're both looking at me like I'm supposed to add something to the conversation. but I've never heard of this before. <laughs> okay,
1: let me paint you a picture. So, All right, you've I'm, got, I'm closing my eyes. I'm you've, ready. You've, you've got a long table. You've got four people sitting on each side. Those are two teams. Now, across the middle of the table, you've got this long folding screen so that uh, neither team can see the other team's side of the table. And each player, each member of this crew, has a, a dry erase board in front of them, just a little sort of you know, laminated sheet and a dry erase marker. Got the captain, the first mate, the engineer, and the radio operator. And they're each the crew of a submarine, and you're trying to sink the other team. Charming. You with me so far?
0: I'm with you.
2: Oh, I'm with you. I love this game.
1: Everyone has their own role, kind
2: of like a submarine. I like to imagine that we're actually on the USS Enterprise because it's just way more fun <laughs> that way. Um, that needs to be in Captain Sonar number two. Now, basically, everyone is going to be using their sheets in a different way. The engineer is going to be trying to fix damage that's on the ship, right?
1: The the captain's calling out directions and keeping track of where we're moving. Uh, Every time the captain moves, he can't move again until the engineer has broken something and the uh, first mate has powered up something. And while all this is going on, the radio operator's listening to the other team's captain and trying to keep track of where they are so that you can lineup shots. To, you're you're oh kind of God. being the
2: spy of the board. You're trying to listen in on whatever everyone else at the table is doing and keep track of them.
1: With these islands that are on this board, you know, that's like a battleship style grid. The captain can't just go anywhere they want. You know, they 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 have to avoid actually going onto land cuz submarine. So the the radio operator has the same map but with another piece of acetate, you know, clear plastic over this. And every time they they every time the other team moves, they'll draw a line, they can sort of slide this thing around over top of this map to try to find the, uh, the pattern that actually works so that you can figure out where the other team is. You're not allowed to cross your own path. So it's kind of playing Snake. Snake! Yeah. That's another drawing game. Oh, yeah. yeah which we perfect. didn't mention. Well, this... On the Snake's cast.
0: Oh my god, oh, not this again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's almost like Snake because you can never uh, pass the path that you've already been on. So, as the radio operator, you're trying to figure out where does their snake fit on the board. It's actually brilliant because everyone's playing their
1: own sort of drawing game. It's very neat. Very neat. Whenever there's a certain pattern on the engineering board, then, okay, that means systems are down. But if they can make another certain pattern by drawing these things, then they can repair the damage and erase those bits. Um, As the uh, first mate is filling up the power gauges for these various different things, say, all right, torpedoes loaded, Captain. All right, ready to go to silent running, Captain. Um... It just, oh, it's so cool.
2: And eventually, uh, you may hit a systems failure, which basically means that we collectively, at, as a group, have to make this detailed tracing around we our have to surface submarine. The sub. Yeah, so we have we surface. to surface it, which basically means we're just stopping everything. Everyone, put down your pens. We're gonna surface up and repair everything, which basically just means we pull out one person's sheet. It's got a little submarine on it, and as a group, we have to collectively trace the outside of every piece of that.
1: Uh, submarine. And meanwhile, the other team knows exactly which part of the board you're on right now.
2: Yeah, so based- sitting
1: duck until you can finish this thing and then resubmerge. So
2: unlike the other drawing games that we've been talking about, which are really about screwing up and just laughing about how bad you are at everything, if you guys aren't collectively awesome at this game,
1: <laughs> you're probably going to have a miserable time.
0: This sounds horrifying.
1: <laughs> For <laughs> the record. The most fun I've had playing Captain Sonar is when people have made terrible mistakes. Oh, of course, yeah. It's because it's still funny. It's just that well, you all die, and you're going to be having
2: cut. a heart attack because it's all this <laughs> fast-paced action. It's in
1: real time, right? Yeah. There's no turns in this. You just well, there's a, there's a turn-based mode, but nobody should ever play it. Um, you just as fast as you can go. That's as fast as you can go. Wow. This this sounds really traumatizing almost. Oh, I feel is. that
0: my heart rate's gone up a little bit. Just okay, let's you talk about let's it. Let's
1: dial it back a bit. Uh, how about Fake Artist Goes to New York?
0: I uh, I love Fake Artist Goes to New York. The idea is is as it's been explained to me that you have somehow you are you are not an artist, you are an amateur, <laughs> and you have somehow managed to get into a really outrageously fancy gallery in New York. And you're standing there surrounded by all of these paintings by like actual artists and you're just like shit.
2: Much like making it in the contemporary art world, you have to schmooze your way through everything. Pretty much it's who you know.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so
0: like fake it till you make it, but then like a few steps before you've actually made it, you realize that you're not just faking it, you actually have no idea what you're doing and you do not belong at all. And and how fake artists work is that you've got these um you everybody playing has a little marker of a different color. One person gets to sort of like decide what it is that we're drawing i don't know we're drawing like a house or drawing like a map of canada or we're drawing david you know an elephant and they have little you know bits for every player and they write down elephant 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 and then a big x on one of them And they get shuffled and distributed randomly. And then nine people sitting at the table know that we're drawing an elephant. And one person has no idea. And
1: that's the fake artist.
0: And that's the fake artist. And you go around the table clockwise. You take your marker of your own unique color. You draw one element of your elephant. It can be a line. It can be a dot. Whatever. You draw one... bit of a
2: foot if you want to be that detailed. Yeah,
0: you draw basically like you draw like one little line uh, uninterrupted. As long as you want, in whatever shape you want, contributing to this picture of this elephant that you 100% know is an elephant, unless you don't. And then you have this piece of paper in front of you with six lines on it, and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I have no idea what this is. And then you just go by, you go twice until everyone's drawn twice, and then everyone gets to take a nice, serious look at this finished product. And if you are not the fake artist, you want to try to find who is. So you're going to say, hey, dark blue looks like they don't know what this is. <laughs> and then you vote. And then if you are wrong, the fake artist wins. And if the fake artist can identify what it is, then they win extra.
2: Neat. So it's kind of like a sweet. Pictionary meets Spyfall in a way. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those rare games that fuses bluffing with a more like a, more or less a, a party style game. Mm.
0: It's, it's definitely one of the few games where a lot of the time, if you're playing like you know what's known as like a one versus many, even the most simple ones, you really a lot of the time you really want to be the one because you get to you know like mess up all of your friends. But fake artist goes to New York much like Spyfall. You really, really, really do not want to be the fake artist. <laughs> it is the most stressful, <laughs> most stressful place to be.
1: There's a lot of stress in drawing games, isn't there?
0: Yeah, it's I don't know. T- it's just like, you know... Unless
1: on. you don't take it seriously at all. I guess.
0: But then you'll just lose. <laughs>
1: That's the story of my life. <laughs> Chances are we're never actually going to see this at uh, the cafe because, I mean, you need ten different colored dry erase markers, and frankly, it's an, it's difficult enough to keep one color of dry erase marker. Not to mention the cost of that game.
0: I don't think you can find ten different colored dry erase markers.
1: No, not every. Obviously, like any sort of social deduction game where you're trying to figure out who's on whose team, having a decent crowd of people is necessary for this. That's the case for... Um, you know, for telestrations, it's the case for pretty much everything we've talked about here. Uh, I think Doodle Quest is probably the only one that sort of kind of works with two. Yeah, Doodle Quest is great as a two player game. Okay, so the, the, finally we have one thing we can recommend for, yeah, yeah, for a drawing. Just game. one. <laughs> what are they going to see when they get it?
2: Okay, well, everyone is going to have a little laminated sheet. Um, and basically, you're going to be playing a series of kind of like mini games. Uh, you're going to be trying to trace through, uh, certain obstacles on the board or trace certain objects on the board. However, the problem is that you're not going to be able to see them for all the time. You're going to be looking at a picture, um, that's just about, uh, eight by eight. And then we take the picture away. And then you're going to take your little piece of acetate and you're going to be trying to trace through a maze or something like that. And then, once we put that piece of paper right back underneath your acetate, we see if you actually made it through the maze. It's this clever little game.
0: Yeah, it's great. And there's not just maze stuff, too. Oh, you, know, yeah. you have to like like put seven starfish on the board, and if any of them touch seaweed, then they're worth zero points. Mm-hmm. You know, like
1: draw circles around this kind of fish without catching those kinds of yeah. fish. Yeah, it's they're like mini-games. Yeah, mini-game charm. is a
0: great, <laughs> great term to describe it. Just yeah. like very low stress low time commitment casual sort of like draw the thing accomplish the task or not whatever and then there'll be another task for you to accomplish
1: oh right and um, if you want something that's like fake Artist but you you can't deal with the expense uh, you can play dreams I have no idea what that is oh
2: dreams is so good it just came out recently
1: same basic idea as fake artists, but mm-hmm. instead of drawing lines, you're placing stars in the sky to make a constellation. Yeah,
2: so unlike fake artists, where it's supposed to be like artists in a gallery, um, now everyone at the table is a god. And we're working at making constellations in a dream, and someone at the table has just sneaked their way into the uh, the chamber of the gods. You're basically Loki. Yeah, you're Loki, and... Pretty much, everyone at the table is going to be trying to draw a picture, a constellation of something. Um, and it's up to you to sort of go along with the flow. Try and jump in on their constellation making and hoping that no one catches you in the act,
1: basically. Yeah. Basically the same game as uh, Fake coast Goes to New York, except without dry waste markers. You've got stars instead.
0: So does that yeah. still count as like a drawing game? I mean, you're making pictures, just not with
2: Craigs. Yeah, see, that's, that's what's interesting about these games. It's like, we call them drawing games, but there's more of like an art, a creative aspect make to it. Make a
0: picture games kind of thing?
1: Yeah, make, make a
2: picture games.
1: Sure, like, good. Uh, like sticks and stones.
2: Yeah. 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 It's,
1: it's kind of Pictionary, only you're using these brown wooden, well, they're not they're actually plastic, but they're supposed to look like sticks, and yeah. these uh, sort of vaguely circular gray stones, and you use them to make pictures.
0: My favorite non-drawing drawing game is a game called Squint, where you have these like little cardboard tiles that are maybe like, you know, two inches by two inches, and they all have a different line on it. So some of them they'll have like a line going diagonally, some of them it's a line going horizontally. Sometimes it's horizontally and vertically. Sometimes right. it's like a little and they're like they're
1: all loop. the same color too, so yeah. you can sort of fit mm-hmm. them together to make sort of a contiguous design. Yeah,
0: but you don't even need to fit them together. You can like overlap them. So the idea is that you have this. Name of a thing that you're trying to illustrate, and then you just like grab your handfuls of tiles and just like plop them on top of each other, next to each other, try to connect these lines to make a shape.
1: There was another one. Um, I think it was called Pix, where you're sort of like doing pixel art.
0: Yeah, sort you've got like a squ- yeah, yeah. You've got a grid, and you've got little little like black and yellow squares that you just put on the grid, trying to make pixels. You know, this was before everyone had mm-hmm. Photoshop, and you're trying to draw stuff in MS Paint.
2: And some of these, like, make-a-picture kind of games that we're calling them, they don't even involve two-dimensional images. Like, like we were talking about Cranium last time, um, and half of the art uh, category uh, questions on that game are actually with clay, with plasticine right. and whatnot. So, what is a drawing game if we can also more or less do the exact same thing For with a sculpting. bit of... sculpting.
1: Yeah, yeah, if we can sculpt or if we can use Play-Doh. Klaus Teuber won the Spiel des Jahres a long time ago doing a game called Barbarossa, which was basically Dixit with sculptures. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanted some people that, to be yeah. able to guess what your thing is, but you also want some people not to be able to guess it. So you don't want it to be like a perfect, accurate thing. You want it to be sort of evocative of it. So, yeah, what is, what even, is? we've gotten to the end of the week. We've talked about all these drawing games, and we're not even sure what a drawing game is. <laughs>
0: doesn't really well, matter though like yeah, art is, is kind of subjective isn't art it Art is subjective art is like transient it's like what is it art is what you can get away with
1: that what, it, was that warhol said
0: that sounds like something warhol would say hmm. if i can get away with putting a tin of play-doh and an instruction booklet in my drawing cubby and my board game shelf then like
2: if yeah. it scratches that itch, then it's a drawing game, I think. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, because Pictionary and all of these other drawing games that we play are all for a nostalgic aspect. Yeah. And if we're going for a Play Doh game, then it's the exact same feeling that we're going for. We're making things and we're sort of imagining what they could be.
1: All right, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Snakes Cast. Thank you so much, John, for coming on the show to talk with us today. Thanks for having me back.
0: You can get in touch with us at podcastsnakesandlattes.com. At
1: the Snakes Cast is produced by Dax Audio and music provided by Ben Sound. Opinions expressed on the Snakes Cast are those of the presenters and our guests and nobody else's.
0: See you next week. Bye.